Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. And, you know, I always have interesting introductions for why I am so excited to have a particular guest on. And today is no exception. I have Parshel Tashi with us. And I love meeting people who are kindred spirits. You know, you, you meet someone and it's like, yeah, there's that, there's that connection, right? Like we, we think the same things, you know, we, we, we love some of the same stuff. So I'm excited today because she's going to be talking about taking your book and make it an online course. Now I have an announcement. Finally have the dates for the author to authority book launch. So we're going to be launching the book, the first week of January. And I'm so excited because when you purchase the book, then not only are you going to get the book in print form, you're going to get it in ebook. You're going to get an audiobook plus a summit, which I'm really hoping Parshel is going to participate in. And you get all that just for purchasing the book. But one of the things that I talk about in the book is sort of your author authority marketing trifecta. You know, what are, what are the three things that you really need to just really drive forward and an online course is one of them. So that's why I'm so excited. Now, Parshel is a former high school math teacher with a master's in curriculum and instruction. And she turned to a creative entrepreneur and award-winning video producer. She has 10 plus years experience of production experience with well-known brands and teams. She's been sought out nationally for her expertise in video production, online education, and business growth. Now, Parcel currently resides in San Diego, so she must be really happy because I woke up to snow this morning and uh, <laughs> serving as CEO at 36,000 feet in an education creation agency that specializes in converting best-selling books into profitable online courses. She's also creator of the Book to Course Accelerator and the host of the new podcast, The Author's Leverage. Parshel, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kim. I'm excited to be here. So first of all, you've got an interesting background. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it and how you got into, you know, creating online courses for authors? Yeah. So my story dates back to, I guess it really would start then uh, when I had my first job, which was as a high school math teacher. And uh, at the time as well, I had a master's in curriculum instruction, as you mentioned. And so I, I started out teaching and uh, but prior to that, as a young person, maybe starting in my teenage years, I was really interested in creating things on the computer. And it started with that church. Um, I don't know if anybody remembers these like old uh, clip art 
you know, Microsoft Word doc flyers that were made. And we were to hand these out in the community. And I said, there's no way I'm handing this out. This looks horrendous. <laughs> and um, it actually sparked me to get on the computer to find out how can I make this better? And I enjoyed that process and really started to kick into this creativity. However, I didn't know what to do with it. At that point, there was no uh, examples of seeing entrepreneurship or anything like that in terms of what to do. And so I continued with the track to become a school teacher. And so I did that. And probably maybe four years after teaching, uh, someone approached me about helping them to design something and create something. And so when that opportunity came about, I, I took it and ran with it. And I guess you could say the entrepreneur bug bit me at that time. And I thought, hmm, like this could be cool. Like I could really make something for myself in terms of a life and, and, and freedom outside of a nine to five. And so Long story short, I started on that path and went from uh, quit teaching and was able to transition from being a like freelancer, solo videographer, one woman show to running a, a multi-site production company uh, within 10 years. And so we work with a lot of different brands. And so essentially, uh, fast forward, the pandemic hit and uh, I ended up after some self-reflection, shutting down that first production company and kind of essentially just being open to what could be next for me. And an opportunity came to help an author create an online course. And this really like all of the light bulbs just went off in me uh, as it relates to curriculum, right? Instruction and teaching and making that exciting. Cause I used to do that. I, I love making math exciting for kids, even though it's like, how do you do that? I like doing that. Um, so taking that skill set as well as the creative production and knowing how to make something look incredibly stellar and, um, and look really, really good. Those were the components that all came full circle. And I, I recognized that on this project that everything in me lit up. And so from there, I just said, all right, I'm going to dig my heels into this direction. And so far, so good. It, it just feels good to be doing something that's fulfilling, but also something that is really making an impact. So that way people can get the transformation that comes from not just having head knowledge, but actually getting into the action, right. And, and doing what they learn. I love that. I, I don't know if it was on one of the podcast episodes or if I was on somebody's or or whatever, but I had this discussion real uh, lately about, you know, when your passion and your purpose, and I think in your case, when your passion, your purpose and your skills, yeah, when they all come together, it's such an incredible thing. You know, I never dreamt of being a publisher. That was not on the game plan for my life. Um, like you, I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be a music teacher when I grew up. And, you know, that never that never happened for me officially, though I did volunteer in my kids' school for seven years. And I taught music at my kids' school in a volunteer position uh, for seven years. So, yes, I was a music teacher unofficially. What I realized was, is I love to teach and train. I love to impart knowledge. I love to inspire people. and. I became an entrepreneur in my early 20s, failed for many years. And back in 2015, all of a sudden, it's like this one thing happened. I started taking on writing jobs. And within a year, my passion, my purpose, and my skills all came together to form RTI Publishing. So I love when that happens. It's it's like you turn this corner and all of a sudden, everything you you kind of knew was there but you couldn't see all of a sudden it just becomes so clear. So yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Just it, it's amazing when that happens. 
So one of the things I, I just wanted to ask you about was, you know, you've worked a lot, you know, you've had a lot of production experience and, and video production and that. So just quickly, just because it's a great topic and we won't do the whole podcast on this, but if you're an entrepreneur and you've, you know, we've all heard that you have to use video. Mm-hmm. What would be like maybe a couple quick hints or tips that you could give entrepreneurs who are just starting out, who are, you know, thinking about doing videos, but they don't have a lot of money, like they don't have fancy backgrounds and all that. What would be a couple of things that you could tell them that could just maybe help them on their video journey? Yeah, absolutely. For one, I would, and I always uh, have taught this in the past with my, my clients that, you know, had similar challenges. And that is to really focus on the audience of one. So starting very small with just sending a video message to one person. And really, when you perfect this, it's going to allow you to use that same tone, that same authenticity, if you're going to record a video and then post it and publish it. Mm -hmm. And so I recommend starting there. Also, take advantage of sort of the low, I call them low risk opportunities to practice your comfortability on camera. So those opportunities come up if you're on a Zoom call, right? If you are, um, especially on a group or networking call where there's multiple people and you are, it's your turn to speak up and say something, whether it's to introduce yourself or to give some feedback or whatnot, use those as low low risk opportunities to practice your camera presence, to practice how you show up and articulate what you have to say. And then the last piece that I'll say is just get out there and do it. Um, video is such a powerful medium today that you know enables you to connect with them. And, and as I mentioned before, if you if you know how to talk to one person, that's really the key in going more you know more widespread and distribute distributing your video because you want that viewer to feel like you're just talking to them, <laughs> really. And so I think it's just really the um, however it is that you are naturally um, find ways to to show that and to bring that out. And I think that you'll find that in doing that and finding a way to be consistent, you know, those those nerves will start to become less. I mean, I still get nerves myself when it comes to getting on camera. So I get it. But uh, but eventually you do start to get a little bit more comfortable with it, especially as you see the impact that you're making on other people. Again, starting with just one person. I think you've you've hit the nail on the head. I was going to reverse that there for a second. Uh <laughs> Because with video, you are talking to just one person. You're talking to the person who's watching the video. Now, there could be 15, 20, 100 people watching that video. But in that moment, you're talking to that one person, each person individually who's watching that video. So I I think that takes some of the stress off because sometimes we think, Oh, you know, so many people are going to watch this. Well, okay, let's let's get real in the beginning. When you're doing videos, yeah, that could be a lot of people watching it. But anyway, <laughs> I don't want to burst your bubble. But like you said, it's that practice that helps, you know, that helps you increase your skills, your comfortability. You said authenticity. That is huge. Now, normally I don't talk about this too much, but I'm just really excited. So I want to share with you. Sure. Um, I love to craft. Okay, that's my hobby. That's my creative mojo time. And last December, I got a Cricut machine. Do you know what those are? Those cutting machines that you can do all the crafts with? Okay, I fell in love. (laughs) And uh, so this year, in the summer, I started uh, creating my own designs to sell. And I started a YouTube channel. 
where I just wow. do craft videos and how-to videos and project videos and all sorts of stuff. And I've been having a ton of fun with it. Well, anyway, I think it was either Sunday or Monday. I just passed 10,000 views on my crafting channel. Hey, look at that. Yeah. And, you know, it was just doing one video at a time and talking, you know, I always did the videos if I was talking to one person at a time. And so I was just kind of, I was like, so excited that's awesome congratulations <laughs> oh I, i've got that coveted you know uh youtube monetization goal yeah thousand subscribers four thousand hours i don't think i'll have a problem with a thousand subscribers it's the four thousand watch hours so working on that <laughs> one but anyway let's get back to today's topic but thank you Parshel. i appreciate you sharing that little section on video absolutely so we want to talk about online courses for your book And so the first thing I want to get you to kind of talk about, because I know you understand this concept, is is that your book is not that field of dreams, you know, where you write the book and everything falls in your lap. (laughs) No. (laughs) Nope. Not going to happen that way. I mean, the book really, what what I've learned and found is that the book is really, it's just creating attention. It's getting attention to you, to your your message, to maybe what you offer. And it's up to you as the author to think ahead and to plan for what you're going to do when you have that attention. And there's a number of options available depending on, you know, the factors of, you know, where you shine best. You know, some people take that book and they go on stages, whether it's podcast stages or actual physical stages or virtual stages, right? That's something that you can do with the attention your book creates. And the speaking can then create attention for your book. It kind of creates this bridge, if you will, between between those. But on the other side of the book, of this bridge, there's speaking, there's, of course, courses, there's um, also coaching programs and other things on the back end that can happen with, with your book. So again, it's, 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 it's all about what you do with the attention that your book creates for you. I, I so agree. I so agree. And, and you are right. Like it, it's really kind of like this funny circle and they're all connected to each other and they all kind of flow to each other. You know, your book opens doors for you to get on stages, you know, both live and virtual. But at the same time, when you're doing these live and virtuals, you bring attention to your book, which creates book sales. You know, if you do it properly and you have the online course, so the online course, you know, you can sell the online course, which brings attention to your book. But most of the times it's your book bringing the attention to the online course, right? Mm -hmm. But then it's Mm -hmm. this big circle because if you're on stage... (laughs) Right. You've now got you've now got your your stage bringing attention to, you know, your online courses and your book. But by the same token, you know, as as you grow in popularity, your book and your online courses bring attention to the fact that you're a speaker that speaks on stages. So it's this it's this huge circle of just constantly flowing back and forth to each other, which I think is amazing because sometimes you just don't know which direction it's going. But all of a sudden, these things happen because of it. It's like this this momentum just starts flowing back and forth. Exactly. I I like to call it an ecosystem in a sense, right? You have all these components that feed and uh, nurture and support each other. Mm -hmm. So 
so yeah, you kind of mentioned it like a cycle ecosystem. Like I just kind of see it that way in which from your book to workshop, speaking, consulting, like all of it kind of feeds each other and you can get creative in how you sort of bundle those things. So imagine you're on stage and you offer your online course and say, Hey, in addition to this online course, I'm going to give you my book for free, or you get the ebook version included. Um, there's, there's so many creative ways that, you know, authors and speakers and entrepreneurs are sort of bundling these things and making it simple to create these seamless and irresistible offers because of all that you have available to, to, to sell, you know? So let's talk a little bit about converting your book into a course. So tell me about that. What does the process look like? You know, just, just some things from your, your knowledge and expertise. Yeah, the very first step in our process is planning. So in that planning process, there's the uh, the time that we take to actually look at the book and see really what the core message is. What is it that the intention was of this book? And then to take it a step further in terms of, again, as I mentioned before, how to take this just head knowledge that they're receiving and get them into action. So really, as we start to convert this into a, a course, it may not be that what's in your book is exactly what's in your course, right? It doesn't have to be that um, exact. However, you know, based on that chapter, right? What are the the things that go a little bit deeper? And then what are those elements and those action points that they can take in order to get a win? So really to me, I just see the course being translated in that way that's focused on the activities, the support and the elements that the reader will need to get a tangible result by getting them into action. Like that's the biggest difference. I mean, there are books that at the end give you some action points, but um, again, in an online course, you're able to go a little bit more deeper and provide the support on the back end to, um, you know, through community and through, you know, other means of support, whether it's office hours that you have available once a month, right? So, and it, that's just different. You can't get that just from reading the book per se. To answer your question uh, about translating the book into a course, it's all about putting a lens, you know, putting this lens on as you're looking at the book for how could I get this person to tangibly get this result, you know, by getting them into action and making it engaging, making it um, fun as well. Like those are all the components that kind of come into play when doing this, this transition. (laughs) And I think you're right. Like when you, when you look at the difference between a book and a course, like there is so much that you can learn through a book, but I tend to be a visual learner. Okay. So first of all, I love reading. I love books, but you know, if I'm learning how to do something, um, I work best if the book has screenshots or whereas I can watch a video and watch someone do it. So I think, you know, when it comes to online courses, I think books are amazing. Like I love books, you know, and I learn a lot through books, but I think you, you, you're right when it comes to that online course is that you can go deeper. And there are some things that come across better in video or yes. in spoken word or by demonstration. And you can't always do that in a book. So that's, you know, where your online course can take it. Um, you know, like one of the things that I, I teach is, you know, how do you lead gen with how do you lead generate with your book? So in my book, I talk about it, but, you know, one of the free tools I'm giving is I'm actually doing a video demonstrating it. It's huge. Right. So I think that that's the thing with the online courses is it's just just things that do not translate well into teaching into the written word. So your online course 
takes it to the next step. Now, vice versa, right? There's things that are are taught better in writing than in, say, in video and audio, where you could be uh, clearer, more succinct. You know, you can put it in a form where, you know, I can tell you A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. Okay, you need to do A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. How long are you going to retain that? You might retain A. <laughs> right? I mean, that's the way we are. Uh, but, you know, if you've got it in a book, then, you know, okay, I've got to do A, I got to do B, I got to do C, right? So it translates back and forth. When someone's thinking about converting a book into an online course, what do you think their main goal should be in doing that? Hmm. Uh, that's a good question. I know everyone's goals are, are different in the process. I would say the goal really is creating a bigger impact and as well, um, allowing that to lead to more income mm -hmm. and creating time and freedom for yourself in order to teach more or do whatever you want to do, you know, whatever is next for you, having the ability to take on new projects and things that, um, you know, you, you have a, a passion for, right. Giving you the time and space to do that. Um, yeah, I, I think everyone's goals are definitely different, but yeah, if you're about saying, you know, I have this book, it's reaching this many people to this degree and you want to take it further, right. It's just, it's the perfect opportunity to do that and to set as a goal for greater impact and greater income. Awesome. So what would be a couple of, we're, we're just about closing up here. So what are a couple of last minute tips that you can give for an author who's considering turning their book into an online course? Yeah, there, there's a couple of things I, I, I do, of course, in terms of the author's leverage, right? We, we speak to the advantage that authors have. It's like they have a VIP pass and they get to kind of skip a few lines that other typical course creators have to go through. And so what I mean by that is that an author, you've already got most of the guts and, you know, of everything that you need to share has already been articulated. It's already been expressed. And so this presents an advantage when it comes to how much time it's going to take to do this. Mm -hmm. And what I'm excited about that we get to do with our offer is, you know, it's essentially a fraction of the time that it took you to write a book. If you get with the right team, it could be done in really 90 days or so. And, and so that's something that we're really proud of. And again, speaking to that, that leverage that you have as an author. The other the other aspect as well is that you are going to really create fans for life mm -hmm. in this option, because when you're able to create a win for your people, for your readers, it really establishes you as that that credit, you know, that credible resource. But they're going to love you and they're going to look forward to your next piece of work, whether it is the next book or whether it is another course or whatever it is that you're doing, um, you know, when you're able to provide wins for them, you're going to find a deeper relationship with your audience as well. So that that's a, a couple of things that come to mind. But I, I certainly feel like, again, authors just have so much that's already there that can be leveraged in a digital uh, space to grow their business and to create more time and freedom for themselves. Well, you've already laid the whole foundation. <laughs> right you just yeah, gotta build it's there. it you just gotta build it so love that Parshel. if people have been listening to you today and they're thinking to themselves you know what I really need to find out more about turning my book into a course how can people get a hold of you find you you know um, what can you offer them to help and support them 
Absolutely. Well, I highly recommend checking out the authorsleverage.com. That's our, our main site where you're going to find right on the homepage, there's a book to course blueprint. And so this is essentially the very first steps that any author who's looking to go this direction should, should, should check out. Um, it's going to answer some initial questions that will prepare you for the next steps. And the other thing that I recommend is uh, checking out our podcast, which is also linked on the website. So that's called The Author's Leverage. And on there, we're interviewing a number of you know professionals um, in the book writing, marketing and launching space. So that way, you know, for any author, no matter what stage you're in, <laughs> you have opportunities to really see how much gold you really just is just sitting around you. I feel just yeah. with having a book and having this hard work put into this into this book. So, um, yeah, those are the ways I would say you can uh, look for more resources and feel free to check out and follow me on LinkedIn. Um, there's going to be more content there, especially from some of our podcasts and things that we're that we're up to as well. So. Yeah, that's that's what I would recommend. Guess who's going to be on her podcast? Yeah, that's right. So you guys <laughs> should definitely come check out the podcast. I'm excited for that one, Kim. Yeah, so we'll uh, by the time that you guys watch this, we will have probably recorded it about the week before. So we'll see when it comes out. But definitely, I get to be on nice. her podcast. Woo! Yes, this is going to be good. I can't <laughs> wait for that. <laughs> So thank you so much. This has been Parshel Tashi and Kim Thompson Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you're hearing this and you want a free sample of the Author to Authority book, this is the time to get it before it comes out. Get that sample, learn about it. So www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book and the link will be in the show notes have a great day everyone and we will see you on the next episode bye now thank you for listening to the author to authority podcast i have a free gift that i would love to give you coming out this year i am releasing my book author to authority and if you are an entrepreneur solopreneur small business owner professional coach or speaker and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.